everybody, and welcome back to the Dakota Student Podcast. Vicky, stop making fun of me. <laughs> no, um, I just this. This is your co-hosts Claire and Vicky, and we are joined by Maeve. Hi. She said hi, and she waved. So it's a good day. <laughs> um. Yeah, Maeve is new to Dakota Student. Yeah. She's a new sports writer. She's really cool and fun. Yeah. Well, thank you, guys. Of course. Yeah, hi. Of thank course. you so much for having me, by the way. I and love to talk, so. I, who doesn't love to talk? <laughs> a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. But, but we've got a captive audience here, so. Oh, for sure. But speaking of that, we do have a lot of sport things to say today because we just played for Denver. Um, I also have been keeping track of the Vikings game that was just going on today. And we won <laughs> the Vikings game. Goal. Oh, yeah, like That's what they say, right? Goal. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> That's what. a thing, maybe. But before we start ranting about sports, we just had a snow day on Thursday, <laughs> and it was the best day of my life. Well, we all do. It made it a four-day weekend. Yes, it did. Which it was so nice. Was nice, but also like now I'm in this kind of weird trance-like state. So we'll see where I end up tomorrow, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, I woke up kind of, I woke up very late on the snow day and I was feeling relaxed. I went and got a workout in. I made myself like a yummy lunch, you know, snuggled mm-hmm. with my cat. But I was kind of upset because I really wanted to go cover the volleyball game versus Denver oh, that night. Oh, but I yeah. was like, no one was willing to give me a ride in that yeah. weather. And then I was not going to walk to the Betty in that weather. <laughs> That's fair. So I felt horrible because I really wanted to go out and support and like cover the game because I had such a good experience covering they um, still have played though. They still play. Denver came in on Wednesday, so they missed the storm. Oh, but yeah, it was. I really wanted to go support because it's. It, I had such a good time at the NDSU versus um, UND volleyball game, and had such a good time interviewing the players and the coach. And so I was like, oh, I'll go back and like continue to do it because I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So that was kind of a bummer, but had a nice little night in. And got all cuddly, lit little little candle. Ooh, nice. Love a, candle. A, good candle. <laughs> Love a good candle. It's it's finally pine tree candle season, and so I've been buying those up. Yes. Because I love the smell of pine trees. Yeah. It, I just got a three wick one from Bath and Body Works. <gasps> so it was pine tree, and they were um, buy one get one. So Ooh, that's good. Okay, so I went to Aldi and I got one that's a three wick, and it smells awesome, and it was like six dollars. Ooh. Okay, mm-hmm. crap. That's I'm hitting you guys up with the, the tip, all the candles. Um, but then I almost burned through it entirely in one week. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to go get another one. Yeah. So that's where I'm at right now with my candle consumption. Yeah. I also, during my snow days, started a project. I was trying to get crafty. So I was making these cardboard gingerbread houses. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's rough. So I was using an exacto knife, right? Oh. But the blade kept falling out of the like <laughs> the like holder, I guess. It was it was a struggle. So then I was like, okay, let me just hold the blade. Don't do that. That's a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I almost like cut myself multiple times. So I have some little cuts on my fingers, but and they're not finished yet because then I needed to get a paint pen to like add the little oh, yeah, decoration. The, the frosting. Right, the frosting. But the paint pen I got was like it didn't work. So it's a work in progress, but we're getting there. So, like, what are they going to be for? Are you, like, going to give them as cards or? Oh, no, they're just for myself. I'm selfish <laughs> like that. I know. I've been seeing people in my um, apartment's hallways have, like, little Christmas trees or, like, super cute mm-hmm. little, like, they have now cute doormats that are, like, it's always happy hour in this house. And I'm, like, I need to do that. Like, yeah. I live on my own. Like, I need to decorate. I am such, like, a sucker for decorations. Like, my room has 
just stop that. My room is like never going to be completely finished. Like I keep adding on every, every day. I like to see a blank spot and I'm like, hmm, what should I add there? <laughs> I know. I'm really in the need for some organizers. Like I need a desk organizer. And mm-hmm. then um, with like obviously starting this sports writing stuff, I have a press pass now. And I need a place to hang that because it will get lost if I yeah. don't have like a spot to hang it. Um, and I'm also trying to, you know, keep myself organized with like calendars. Like, hey, remember, because there's so many games that I have to remember to go to. And so it's like, hey, remember, you got to go here and remember to like text Alec first before you go and mm-hmm. <laughs> all this stuff. So yeah. fun stuff. What yeah. about you, Claire? What was your snow day? Um, snow I also weekend. slept in. Oh. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then I woke up to my roommates making banana chocolate chip muffins. Ooh. Oh. That's the best way to wake up. It was so good. And then we literally sat on the couch all day and watched um, old movies. Well, we watched the new Enola Holmes, which I was... Okay, I haven't seen either. I I was into. It was good? It's cute. It's cute. I love it. I thought the first one was cute, too. It it was so good. I mean, Henry Cavill... Millie Bobby Brown. He actually does a good job of being Sherlock Holmes. I, I gotta know. say, like, I, you know, like, you wouldn't think, because Sherlock's usually kind of, like, a weird character. Because, mm-hmm. like, canonically, like, Conan Doyle wrote him to be that way. So it's, like, it's interesting to have someone, like, very conventionally attractive come in and play him, you know? Yes. Are you a fan of The Witcher? I have never seen it. I've oh been meaning gosh. to forever because I'm a huge, like, Game of Thrones fan. So, I, like, mm-hmm. I've been told by everyone I like it. But I have to be in a headspace to watch certain TV exactly. shows. Exactly. So, like, sometimes I'm on, like, a documentary kick and all I can watch are docuseries. So, actually, I recently watched, like, um, Netflix had a docuseries on Manti Teo. I don't know if you know about this. He was a really famous college football player who then went and played a little bit of pro who was catfished very publicly. Oh, oh. Yeah, and it was like a whole thing, but it was a really interesting docu-series. So I was watching that, and then they just made one about FIFA and the corruption in FIFA. So I've been watching oh. that, too. So I've been on a docu-series kick and also Love is Blind season three. <laughs> I've been watching a little bit of that. because I just like watching the reactions on TikTok. Yeah, though, They seem so I mean. passionate. Like, I could, I, I can't be passionate about that. It's just not my thing. But I just love seeing somebody go, oh, my gosh, what the f- are they doing? That's what got me into it. I was like, I feel like I need to watch it now because I'm watching these reactions and I'm like now forming opinions on people I've never watched a show on. But I'm not. I've realized that like I hate secondhand embarrassment and reality yes. shows are so full of it that mm-hmm. I, can, I can barely do it. And for me, it's like I got to watch. I watch one episode a day. Max, mm-hmm. I can't binge Love is Blind. Like some people are like, oh my God, I binged it. And I'm like, you can binge a reality TV show. I get so bored. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe that's a me thing, you know. I'm not like other girls. I can't binge reality TV. <laughs> She's not like other girls. Not guys. like other girls. <laughs> Sorry, I have nothing to add. <laughs> it's okay. I don't think I've seen like any Love is Blind. So I'm sorry. No, I've I've been trying to get into it because other people like. I know. And again, I, I like watching the all crowd. the. Re- I like watching all the reaction videos to it. Like I'll watch like a YouTuber do an hour long recap of a season, <laughs> and be like, "Oh, interesting. Love what they have to say." But then I won't sit down and actually watch the series. And I think it's better that way for me because it's like one hour, one dose. I learn all the plot yeah. points. I don't have to actually deal with Just it. Just a recap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, along with our snow day, we had a pretty exciting weekend for sports. Yes. Um. The UND hockey team played Denver, which we will get into in another five seconds because it's just it's going to be a it's going to be a thing. Um, but we also had football. We played University of South Dakota. Yeah. Yes. And we and we won. Yay. I mean, I, I thought we were going to win. I wasn't that worried about it. But <laughs> we I mean, we won. I was talking to one of the dancers on the team and she was um, telling me how like they were all happy that they won. But next week we play NDSU at yeah. their field. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge rivalry. Um, but my, I don't want to jinx it. Knock on wood. But the like we do have the stats like we do have. Mm. We could do it. We could beat them. And this would be the first time we beat them in, I think, 20 years. 
No, actually, that's mm-hmm. crazy. If if we do knock on wood, everybody better knock on wood right now. Yeah, because I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> If we will, we should have a party. We'll have a yeah. next next podcast. We'll have like a, a smug. We were right. Yeah. <laughs> and for the people who are confused why I was shocked, I just transferred here. So <laughs> I uh, I don't know the records and I don't know the rivalries. So I'm getting a feeling for it. Yeah, now. it's it's a thing. I mean, um, my grandparents, for example, are hardcore Bison fans like they pay for season football tickets every mm-hmm. year. I think they have like a good amount of stake in the in the. So when I went, I'm going to go to UND, I think they um, died a little inside, but that's okay. That's okay. Don't don't get over it. Yeah. But my mom is, my parents are actually going to the game and I told them and I said, what are you going to rep? And they're like, bison. And my dad's like, I'm neutral party. I can't do this. And I just stared at my mom and I was like, you should just wear green. Just wear green. Just wear green. Like go blend in. And if it's a little Kelly green, that's fine. Yeah. They're not going to know. Yeah. It's still green. Yeah. I think, um, NDSU's colors are, um, kind of nasty. Hot take. Yellow I like green. The, the I like the green. Yellow and green. I like yeah, green. green. The yellow doesn't like you can't do yellow and green. I think no, personally, I think you just... need like one kind of base color, and then you can have the fun color. Like with yeah. you, we have the black, the white, then the bright green. You know what I and mean? Pink. Pink, pink. Yeah, pink is a color. Yeah, that we have, it's which from is... the like prairie rose. Because yeah, like cause whenever this, this, was this was established, a, this was like an all girls college at first. Fun fact. Was it? I, I think I think it was majority women. It was just like, yeah, right. Majority like, women. It wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, like in like whenever this was established, 1883 or whatever, mm-hmm. there was like six graduating women in the first class, which is kind of crazy. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, thank, you, that. UND. yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> well, and then fun fact is my favorite fact in Merrifield. The stairs are so close together so that women could lift up their petticoats and go up the scare- stairs better. Nice. So that's my building. And yeah. then they're going to redo it with just a whole other podcast episode. Listen to the first <laughs> one. We tried our best. <laughs> yeah, I hope they don't change too much in Maryfield because I think it's one of the prettiest buildings on campus. Just oh, look, I love like, you. visually. It's so gorgeous. I, I just love, love the historical <laughs> elements on campus. And I don't yeah. love that they're changing them all. You know. I do think that the new buildings aren't too garish, though. Like, they haven't right. gone with the, like, oh, we're going to go full modern architecture yeah. that's going to age horribly in 20 years. Like, it still blends. It still some... blends. It's that nice classic brick. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. But, yeah, yeah, I think it's interesting that pink is one of our colors. Don't ever see it utilized in any of the jerseys because it doesn't no. It doesn't really, I don't know, I feel like it would give watermelon vibes. Yeah. <laughs> watermelon. My friend will hate me for saying that because she's like obsessed with the fact that pink is one of our school colors. I'm yeah. like, I don't disagree. I like pink just as much as you do. But like, I think it'd be fun if they did it for like special occasions, yeah. like had a pink jersey. Well, and like, like breast cancer awareness. Right? Exactly. Yeah. right? It's right there, people. Women's like, history it's so month. Easy. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We play some games in March. There's sports yeah. that play in March. Come on. Pink. That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, you and marketing, take notes. Yeah, hopefully they heard that. So I think it's time to talk about hockey. <laughs> um, <I've> been summoned. Dave <laughs> has come to the chat today. So you don't hear me just saying random things that make maybe make sense. And me pretending I watched the games. Yeah. You know? I am sure. Like, here's the thing. People are always like, I need to be an expert in sports. No, you don't. It's all about vibes. You can be <laughs> about vibes. There y'all. are people who make genuine sports commentary careers being like, 
based on the vibes. <laughs> like, I swear, I don't, like, you know what? So a lot of it, there's a lot of analysis. It's like, oh, you got that dog in him. Like. <laughs> so I did go to both games this weekend. Oh. Um, I was very proud of our boys Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, the vibes were there for me. <laughs> the vibes <laughs> Friday were there. Night. Yes. Um, I, was, I was very proud of them. I thought, because, like, Denver, you know, are they number two or number one? I they're, think they're number two. They're also the defending champions. They won last year. Okay. So um, I, fun fact, guys, I transferred from a school in Denver. Not to <gasps> you, but... I was yes. in, I was in college in Denver <laughs> last year. I didn't. Yeah, I wasn't DU. I didn't go to DU. So like, you don't yeah. drop the name. <laughs> I, I wasn't. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Not gonna drop the name of my college. <laughs> We're not slandering in on this on this uh, pod. <laughs> um, but it's um, Denver had a great hockey year. Obviously, Colorado Avalanche Stanley Cup champions. Um, there, like, but there was a high school team in a Denver that won like national championship. The Avalanche Pee Wee team won a Quebec tournament. The Pee Wee like, team, even. yeah, even the Pee Wee team. And <laughs> the the Pee Wee team won the NCAA championship and then tied with us for the top Penrose of the division. Cup. Yeah, Penrose. So it's you know defending champions. That's like a big deal. But they've actually historically been pretty bad at mm. at UND and not the Ralph. They have like. I forget the exact record, but it's it's a losing record. They have a losing yeah, record here. Yeah, I think I literally read your article. So Pete Maeve's <laughs> article that's coming out Wednesday. Um, <laughs> when, uh, I guess, yeah, oh, this will be Wednesday. Oh, no. Okay, anyway. So I read in there, and didn't this say that this is the first time them beating us on our home ice since, like, 2010? The first time they've swept a series oh, in swept. Grand Forks since 2010. But they haven't beat, so they have not beat us since 2021. No, I think it was, like, November 2021. So mm-hmm. in, like, a year, they haven't yeah. beat us. So that just what makes happened? it more disappointing. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. And I think, oh, there's interesting questions. I, I have so many questions. And I think it's hard, especially coming as an outsider, that I don't know this team. I don't know what they were like last year. I can't tell you, oh, last year they were an X team and this year they're a Y team. I only know this year. So it's very different for me coming in, especially, and I know, I know it's been frustrating for so many fans because they're used to this team being amazing. And mm-hmm. it's also frustrating because let me tell you, the line I hear parroted everywhere not only from just like fans, but from other broadcasters, from other sports media people, is this team has all the talent. They just can't get it done. And I've, again, I hear that in press conferences. I hear like from other media people. I don't, obviously the team's not saying that. I have on record Judd Caulfield. <laughs> they they role. The coach wow. said right to my face. Yeah, he said right, right. to me. <laughs> no, but like that's kind of just the line that I've heard. The little narrative behind the scenes from the people in the media is mm-hmm. and fans is mm-hmm. this like they they they, they have the talent. They're just not executing. And there are definitely some interesting quotes about that. But I want to hear you guys take first before I monopolize this. <laughs> I don't have a take. I, mean, I don't I, hockey. I don't <laughs> hockey. So true. It's okay. We can go. We'll go this weekend. Hopefully. Okay. Yes. You're welcome to come if you're going Saturday. I'm going to be working at the sue shop. So you guys. Can okay. We'll, come we'll, we'll stop by. Yeah. But I, when you said that, yeah, I can, I completely agree with that. I mean, I went, the first hockey game I went to was uh, like 2021, like early 2021 when I was a freshman. Cause they like, you know, paused for a little bit cause yeah. of COVID. Mm-hmm. And I mean, every game I went to, we won. And so I was like, Wow. My mom was right. We are <laughs> hockey. Like, I am hockey. And I had no idea what was going on. Last year, we were also pretty good and everything. And this year, I'm just, like, disappointed. Because I do think we have a lot of good things going for us. But I think, and, you know, I'm sorry, boys. Not like they're going to hear this. They're not. But yeah, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, like, I'll force them to listen. I I'm going to hear it off of the episode of the press conference. Listen. <laughs> but I just feel like we get cocky. Like, I feel like 
they, I, I mean, I could be like completely left field, but I feel like they get on, they get on this team. They're like, wow, I'm going to be a part of this, you know, amazing hockey team. And then they're like, they, I don't have to try. Mm. And it's like, no, like, yeah, obviously you do because the- Saturday was a shit show. Oh, yeah, I got <laughs> Yeah, I put the yeah. I have to say this about the teams. That's what I noticed in Arizona. Um, in the or not in Arizona. Oh yeah, against when we, Arizona. When we lost against Arizona in Vegas, in Vegas which, which is sad. I, <laughs> see, I, I. So I'm from San Diego originally. So I love when little unconventional, non-traditional hockey market teams do well. I'm like, look at you go. You there's no naturally occurring ice in this state, and you guys are with it. Yeah, and I get and I get all on my high horse about it because like I don't know. One of my good friends here, she's from Minnesota, and she's like so up on about like how Minnesota hockey culture, and she's so big about it. And I'm like, I'm from San Diego, and our team from the desert, Pete. Like, and that just makes me proud. Um, but. They were outworked. And, you know, in the press conference beforehand, everyone was saying, oh, Arizona State's a good team. They're a good team. They're a good team. They're a good team. And that's what you heard. You heard the coach say it. You heard the player say it. That was the party line. But they got a lead. And all of a sudden it was actually, you know what? We're the better team. We don't need to play. And it looked like it looked like that. And it looked like they got outworked. And it made me kind of not sad that they lost because I was like, you know what? Arizona earned it. They fought. They worked hard. They knew that they needed to beat UND to make a statement. Yeah. And they fought for it. And you also hear an awareness of that. Um, I think it was it was in the press conference, either Dylan James or Ty Farmer said essentially like everyone who comes to UND wants to beat us or a team that you want to beat um, to make a statement. Mm-hmm. And so they know that they know that teams are going to play them harder. They yeah. know that. And again, in the in this one day Wednesday press conference before both of these games, there was an emphasis on we need to play the full 60 minutes of the game not let our foot off the gas. We need to play the full game with the, um, the intensity. We need to stick to the system, Dylan James said, emphasize sticking to the system. Brad Berry was like, every single person needs to be playing defense. We need to take away space. Uh, and that was like, you know, those were the party lines. Saw some of that on Friday, was hopeful. Mm-hmm. Did not see that on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and I saw some good things Saturday. I mean, Dylan James um, extended his point streak this weekend, so that was super cool. He's a freshman and he's doing well. Mm-hmm. Nice. He did do very well. He had two assists in that. On he had two assists on in the Saturday's game and then an assist on Friday's game, and so he's on a point streak, which good for him. Yeah, <laughs> great for you. Um, and then I liked in the first period how after we scored a historically fast goal. Um, Seven seconds in on Saturday's game. I don't I'm sure everyone who's listening caught the game and like saw that or knows this. Mm-hmm. But it was an awesome play. Win the face off. Dylan James takes it, carries it into the zone, passes it to Judd Caulfield, bounces off his skate, and he like maneuvers his skate so he can get it onto his stick, shoots it glove side, scores. UND is up one nothing, seven seconds in. It was Film. beautiful. It was amazing. It was I was looking at my phone because I think I think we literally just said hockey, 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 oi, oi. What? <laughs> no, you gotta believe it. it was the press box. I like, and so it was my first full game in the press box. And there's a rule, like a rule I was told. I don't know how like strictly UND adheres to it. It seemed pretty strictly adhered to there, but it's you never cheer in the press box. You're not allowed to because you're supposed to be objective. Um, but I let out a like, woo, because I was like so stunned it happened. I was like, oh, my gosh, we scored. Um, but, you know, seven seconds in and then we only got two more shots mm. for the rest of that period and allowed 14. But we left that period one up, up one nothing. Yes. And our, and then I will say, like, again, not being a hockey person, but, you know, we're talking about it. I was very proud of their defense. I thought it was really tight. Like like you said, they upped. They had so many shots on goal, but not one win in that first period, which is yeah. amazing. And I was like, Helston, 
good boy. Good boy. Because I have thoughts. <laughs> well, like, and here's the thing. Like, they did a good job in that period of pushing Denver to the outside of the of their defensive zone. So it essentially took away a lot of good shooting lanes, took away a lot of net front opportunities, and it's super easy to score because either you screen the goalie and the goalie can't see the shot from the point or, you know, you can deflect in front of the net. Um, it's a lot harder for a goalie to stop a shot in tight when he can't see as much of it as long, if that makes sense. So I thought that was a really good strategy. It kept them in the game for that whole period when they were getting outshot 14 to three. Went away in the next two periods. Didn't see it as much. I don't know if Denver upped the ante and said, hey, like we can't let them do this test anymore. We're just going to get set up and take shots because that's what they did the second period. Um, yeah, I thought like I was kind of watching it and I was like, I don't know. Is like I was like, Hellison's doing well. But is it the defense is doing a good job making it easy on him or is it he's doing really well? And I don't want to discredit his performance because he was very good for how many shots he faced in that game, I would say. I I mean, I agree with that. But my thing with him, especially like compared to DeRitter, is that when like the puck is I'm correct me if I'm wrong, when the puck is coming down the ice and like it's icing if nobody like gets it from like their side. Right. But he gets out of the box and he stops it. I feel like that takes too long. And I think Denver was, like, picking up on that because he would, like, scooch out of his box, stop the puck, look around like, oh, where are my teams at? Like, where are they at? And then, like, two Denver people would be, like, like gunning for him. And he would just be standing there. And I'd be like, get back in the box right now. I think one of the highlights of the game was someone behind him in, like, the, like, right behind the goal and the glass was like, get in your box! Get in your box! They're coming! And, like, I was like, I was like, dude, like, please, I'm having a heart attack here. So there's a um, one of uh, hockey per- speeds, hockey sports personality that I love, sports media personality. I love his name is Steve Dangle. He's a really famous uh, Leafs fan. I'm a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, listeners, just so you know. Um, he does this thing called Steve's Dang It, which essentially looks at like bloopers at the mm-hmm. NHL. And he has this line where it's goaltenders who play the puck and then give it away and then have them score on the empty net, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, if you're a goaltender, tend to the goal. And so, like, every time I see a goalie, like, play the puck, I'm like, if you're a goaltender, tend the goal. If you're a goaltender, tend the goal. Get back in your crease. Get back in your crease. It gives me anxiety, too. So I completely understand where you're coming from. Especially, like, I think it probably was highlighted in this game because of how fast Denver was. Yes. Denver was a lot faster than UND. And that was really apparent in this game. And the thing is, when you don't have the speed to keep up, it's not a team failing because you could – there's strategies to make sure that you can compete with the fast team. And I think um, I was saying earlier off air that Denver wasn't playing sharp. There were a lot of drop passes. They were flinging it into the boards. There was a lot of like it wasn't like Denver was playing this perfect sharp game where they were absolutely like making sure there were no turnovers. And UND had like no like opportunities, but they were moving so much quicker that UND couldn't capitalize on that. And I think there is an interesting question about what this team needs to be if they want to succeed. And I think something that I heard in the press conference, which is kind of a theme, was talking about we need to trust each other. We need to communicate. We need to work as a unit. We need to come together. And it makes me wonder, like, how does this team have an identity? You know, Brad Berry was saying we need to believe in the system and the structure because it works. You know, we need to believe that it works. And so to me, it's like, does this team not want to play structured hockey does this team want to do something more like a run and gun style or do pieces want to do that and try to play like what denver was doing like keep up with their speed Mm -hmm. but you can't play another team's game you got to play your game and do it the best you can and that'll bring the other team to you you have to control the pace of the game and i think that's what i noticed most was they were constantly playing catch up with denver yes and it ended up like with them tripping over the puck 
falling face first on the ice, <laughs> just tripping over so each other. other. Dude, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Like, all those players are tripping over each other. And I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's embarrassing, but it kind of, it's a little embarrassing <laughs> when you're like this really big hockey school with this really big arena. And, you know, I mean, my parents came to this game and I, you know, was hyping it up. I was like, you know, last night we did really well, you know, Saturday nights we usually win. And, you know, this is going to be it because we're going to bring our A game. And we really didn't. Like, I think, like you said, Denver was so fast and we were just too slow like I there was points where like I saw players like like especially when they scored that open net goal on us I saw like I don't know who was chasing after the puck but I saw him like look at the puck and just like stand there for a minute and this Denver guy is shooting up because he's like oh I'm gonna get an open net goal and they just were there and I'm like go like what are you doing i also gotta say this right now uh i think it was right scored that goal that last empty netter and he had no right to make it look that good like he I was know. Like, he, like it was an empty netter he could just lob that thing in. and he was like let me let me just show up my shot and i was like you didn't need to flex that hard sir i mean, was, I, mean I mean at that point like people are leaving the arena hilarious. it was very hilarious i was like you didn't need to flex that hard it was an empty net like you didn't need to be like let me just do a little toe drag like let me <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think that that's the thing. Like I was saying, there's no problem with being the slower team. You just have to know that you can't play as fast. And so last year, a little, little, um, thing about me is I covered the avalanche for my school paper and the avalanche are an extremely fast team. They're also a lot sharper than Denver was, um, just in general, like avalanche are really good on defense where I felt like Denver's defense was more just like, keep it out of mm-hmm. our own zone, which and, they did, which they did. So, you know, I can't <laughs> complain, but like the things I noticed about Denver was they were fast and sloppy. And literally the best thing you can do against a team like that is play a a slower structured game, catch those sloppy passes, catch those, like they were banging it into the boards, flinging it into the boards. And UND was not rushing into the boards, winning those puck battles along the boards, chipping it out. They weren't, they weren't battling. Mm -hmm. And like in those games where you have so much of this action happening along the boards, happening deep in the zone, in the corners, and you're not seeing players put in that, that like you're seeing players get outworked and outbattled. And it wasn't like I thought Denver was working harder, but they were definitely stronger on the puck than we were. Yes. Um, which is just, again, it's like, I, I think this team needs to find who they are. You know, what? It, who is UND this year? Because there's a lot of new faces, some really good freshmen. Like oh, I talked for about sure. James having his point streak and Blake has been great. Blake has been really good. You know, lots of new freshmen, some new transfers. DeRitter, obviously a fifth year transfer. Um, Ty Farmer transfer. Like there's a lot of new faces and obviously Tyler Clevin was injured in Friday's early on Friday's game, sat out Saturday's game. Hopefully according to Brad Berry, we'll be back shortly mm-hmm. um, this in time for this weekend. But yeah, it's, I think this team needs to have a look in the mirror and just say like, not necessarily like an accountability conversation, but have this conversation of what is this year's UND team? Yeah. Here's what we've been in the past. Here's what coach says we want to be. Who are we? And I think once they figure out that identity, they will play their own style and they won't be getting outworked and they'll be able to play that for 60 minutes. Cause if you're not trying, like, I just think that's the most important thing is for them to figure out what they want to be and who they want to be and not have this kind of split identity. Wow. That was beautiful. Thank you. It really was. I mean, <laughs> Thanks. Um, I try. I really hope they listen to this now. <laughs> we'll but send it to them. We, we will. Well, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Well, I'll say this. Let me just PSA. Everyone's been very nice to me uh, over in the hockey arena and talkie team and um, the 
athletics department. So I'll just I say that, that I've not had a bad experience yet. So Midwest hey. people, I just think Midwest people are very nice in general. Yeah. I'll take a nice team over a winning team. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, have <laughs> I also have to say, um, this is just like an observation. Brent Johnson made a little bumble play. And then he also took that really bad penalty where, um, Denver was able to get the lead back. Remember, we briefly tied it up on that five on three. Yep. And then he took that penalty immediately after. Yep. But then he scored in the third. And I was like, I've never seen a man feel more bad and see it on the ice. Like, he was working hard. Like, after that, I was like, this guy feels real bad. Like, you can tell. You can tell he's trying to make up for it. And you know what? I think he did. I think a goal made up for it. But would have been nice not to have that happen. But I did. That was just a note I wanted to make. That I was no. like, I feel bad because he definitely took a bad penalty there. But he was really trying to make up for it. And the, so. the penalties were... I mean, I think Friday night we had more fights than we did Saturday. Oh my which gosh. and Denver got like no penalties on Saturday. I know they got like a couple. Well, and they had that one where it was they like had 3D5. a couple really stupid ones. Yeah. I have to say the guy who crushed. Oh my gosh! Well, the cross checking penalty we had on Friday's Friday. game when he did it in front of the ref. I, I know. Was like, I was like, bro. Like, there's just like it's like there are some great NHL pests, and what I've learned from watching them is refs' heads turned. Mm -hmm. literally two seconds wait till the ref is not looking at you and then you can cross check someone in the back i'm not saying it's okay don't do it but like wink wink nudge nudge, nudge yeah if you're gonna do it like be smart about it mm -hmm. don't be stupid but yeah that the denver the oh my gosh when you're down to, when you have a 2-1 lead you're up against one of the best power plays in the in the conference and you're like what if i just cross checked a guy in front of a ref yeah oh that was a stupid play by denver i'm if I was a Denver's coach, I would have been yelling at, <laughs> at that player. I would have been like, what were you thinking? Uh, but that's just me. I love it. I'm going to be totally honest. I definitely zoned out there for a little bit. No, no it's totally <laughs> fine. I can, I, we can finish up the hockey conversation. No, yeah. We'll just say um, we are this next week when we're playing Omaha, not Miami, Omaha, Miami. Miami home. What are, what do you think about that? Give us a little... Uh, I'm excited to see what comes out of the losses because um, mm -hmm. they've been talking consistently about we play these good teams. We have to learn from we have to learn from it. And this game, I think, was being used. It was being used by me as a measuring, st measuring stick. Uh, I know I like um, Raj Lossman of the Herald, who's awesome. Read his work, guys. Pay for journalism. Pay for his work. <laughs> I do. I pay for the Herald. Pay for, pay for his work. Don't um, <laughs> he's a very, very good writer. Um, shout out. <laughs> but he he was saying like someone in the class asked him, he was speaking to my journalism journalism class and he someone asked like, what do you think our chances are? And he's like, ask me again after the Denver games. And so I think this was a big measuring stick game and I think it didn't go as planned. I think how they show, I don't know if they win, if they win both games against Miami, I don't think it makes people happy to be honest. I mean, it's, I think it's not a start. to trash talk Miami, but like we have a pretty good streak with them, I would say. Yeah. And I would just, I mean, I would appreciate, if we don't win, I'm going to be upset again. Like we lost against Omaha, that one. Well, and we didn't lose. We did overtime and they won the shootout, but still like that's Omaha. I'm sorry. I love you, Omaha. And yeah, <laughs> and all, like, yeah Omaha like has its merits. It's a very um, physical team, very mm -hmm. tough. But I think with this Miami, these Miami games, it depends more on how they win the games uh, versus like if, if they win the games, you can win. But if you're winning 3-2, if it's messy, if it's sloppy, if you're seeing these same tendencies, the foot off the gas, the blowing the leads, the da-da-da, like you're seeing all those same things, you're not battling, you know, not having this identity. I think that that's going to be a problem. Whereas if you see two commanding wins, that's a, okay, maybe they're figuring it out. And it's going to be hard because uh, I think, I don't remember, they play Denver at home, Den a Den Miami. Denver's home eventually. 
Uh, Miami did. Yeah, they did that on the 20th and 29th of October and they lost oh, both. I was saying, no, I was saying that oh. um, UND isn't going to play like another super highly. I mean, Bemidji, I think is pretty, is in the national ranking. So they'll yeah. play them over Thanksgiving and that'll be a good one. But until they play another like super high ranked team, like they play DU again. I don't think it's going to be enough to satiate the concerns. Like, I think you can, if you go on a hot streak and you start winning, okay, nice. you're doing good. And if they're building good habits, you're seeing good habits. Okay, that's good. We're really optimistic. I think that this team is at a point where they kind of, they don't need to earn it back, but they do need to earn the faith and the trust and the reputation back a little bit. And I kind of want to see um, them go into this attitude. I would love to see this team take an attitude of we're the underdogs. Because mm -hmm. I don't think UND's ever been the underdogs. And I think if you walk in with not the swagger, we deserve to win this, but they're all counting us out. They don't think we're good enough. Mm -hmm. They are all, you know, they don't think that we have it in us. We do. And we're going to prove it. We're going to fight like hell and we're going to prove it. And I think that's the attitude they need to have. They need to have this attitude of no one expects us to win because when they have that attitude, then they're more dedicated to working. I think in my opinion, I think teams that play like that tend to win more because they're more, more dedicated to wanting to prove themselves. Mm -hmm. It's different than when you're like, oh, and everyone expects us to win. It's going to be easy. We're the best team. Mm -hmm. It's a very different mindset. But that's what I want to kind of see out of them is that like someone said it's what is it? Where It's like it's my water bottle kind of thing mm -hmm. where it's like you got to like this is ours. Yeah. We're going to take it. And I think that's just they, they need a little more of that in them right now. I feel like I need to hire you to give me pep talks. <laughs> um, um, also here. Right. <laughs> so we got Exciting sports this weekend, NDSU, and then versus for football, and then Miami for hockey. Do you know of any other? What else is happening? I feel like there's basketball, women's basketballs, right? women's and men's basketball is going on. Volleyball, I think, is playing also next weekend. Um, it's their last two sets of games before they go, I think, before they go to the Summit League tournament mm -hmm. in Omaha over Thanksgiving. Um, volleyball team is actually super interesting. Like, <laughs> that sounds rude. I didn't mean it like that. Um, they're super interesting. Uh, before this season, a lot of players on that team had never seen a win in the Betty. Oh, interesting. And this is like the, like they were saying, uh, and it's just, yeah, great, interesting thing to watch, interesting narrative to see this team kind of find their footing, find their balance and grow. So it's really cool. I was going to say, um, the first volleyball game I went to was freshman year mm -hmm. and we did lose. And I, I don't claim to be like, a volleyball person but I mean I grew up playing volleyball for like 10 years my high school was a very big volleyball school like we we would like win the Minnesota mm -hmm. state champs Chandler Park High School shout out so <laughs> I was I was a volleyball person and so when I went to the game my freshman year I was a little disappointed and but I've seen this year that we've been on a streak like we've been doing really well so it makes me think I need to go out and see a volleyball yeah. game yeah and it's fun the Betty's fun yeah. Really it nice is. Facility. They give it, you free stuff all the time. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the tickets are free. And so. the tickets are free. And yeah, tickets are 100% free. Super yeah. fun. Everyone's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Come out, support. And also, like, man, I have to say this. It's hilarious. It's like open seating there. I swear to goodness. Because <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like pressed, so it's different. But like, I've seen, I watch people go up to their seats and I'm like, they're not even looking at tickets on their phones. And I'm like, did you like check your tickets before you came in or like what? Because I think it's <laughs> yeah. like, it's pretty, it's pretty hilarious, I think. But it's really fun. Um, recommend going. Anyway, everyone's nice. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think like sports this week coming up, we got men's basketball against Pacific, and then we have men's basketball against against Elon. Okay, Elon Musk, Musk. come in, um, and then <laughs> women's volleyball against South Twitter. Dakota State. Twi oh no, Twitter, yeah. <laughs> 
Where is it? Is that a home game or is it away? I think it's a home game. Or might we'll be, I, I feel like they play one last. It's not home. It's all, it's away. Okay, then maybe this weekend was their last home games before mm-hmm. the tournament. Then dang. So don't go to volleyball games. Never mind. <laughs> I lied. But yeah, next year, guys, go to the volleyball games. <laughs> Do they do like a spring season? Um, no, I think that was literally only because of COVID. Okay. <laughs> and that's, I mean, they did okay. football in the spring. Yeah. My freshman year. That was weird. It was weird. <laughs> but I will say this, um, softball is a spring sport. And because of our weather here, softball only plays two home games mm. per season. So, or like, like very few. They said last yeah. year they only played two. Um, our softball team is the team that travels the most in the, their entire division. So I think we should, um, when those get closer. We will definitely, I think we should all try to go to those. Yes. yes. They deserve some love. <laughs> well, and that's another thing that kind of segues into talking about like construction and like the Memorial Village and everything mm-hmm. is that I really wish we had more stadiums like that that are meant for our other mm-hmm. players because then you're prioritizing, which yeah. is, you know, I get it. I get we're a hockey school. I get we're a football. We're kind of a football school. Like I get that. But like, hey, we have these other great teams, like especially basketball. Like I know we have the Betty and I love the Betty and everything, but like we're pretty good at basketball. Knock on wood. So, um, like, why can't we, like... Yeah, because where does softball even play? Do they play on that little field kind of on Columbia? They play it... Um, so, I overheard a conversation about, like, talking about new athletic Ooh, building rumors. developments. <laughs> Not a rumor. It was... It was overheard conversation. It was overheard we conversation. We love that here. So, <laughs> um, but they were they play essentially at, like, a public park that the yeah, university has to deal with. But the new there, so there's new plans for a new indoor practice facility for the football team that the softball team will be able to use. And I'm not sure if that's, that's going to translate into a field for them mm-hmm. to use that's indoors. But I said they say that they're going to work on a new softball field in general. And I'm hoping they put it indoors so that this team doesn't have to travel so much because that mm-hmm. sucks. They, yeah. Because they said most of their opponents are in Florida, like oh a gosh. lot of the southern states. So they go down to they have to travel to Florida all the time to play. And imagine yeah. that with your class schedule and, and like life. It's humid. You got Florida men <laughs> to worry about. Like, also, it's interesting to me that we don't have a baseball team. We used to. Just yeah. like we used to have a women's hockey team. Oh, yeah. that's a whole well, other thing another. with women's hockey. I'm so mad we don't have a women's hockey team. And look, uh, you can tell me it wasn't profitable all you want. I don't care. We should have women's it, hockey. Yeah. It's it's sexist. It's it sexist. really is. And you no, can't say that it's I not. Have, <laughs> yeah, no. Anytime I hear the, well, it don't generate enough revenue. Okay, just say we you're a misogynist. So much money. <laughs> just like, say you're on. a misogynist. Like, just tell me. Just tell me. Yeah, I just I like literally today I was on TikTok and the um, Minnesota Gophers women hockey team popped up and I was like, I like I haven't given like much thought since like freshman year about a women's hockey team just because you know I came in thinking like all about all the sports and it's just what I've known. But like, we should get a women's hockey team. Like, you think men get money? Women get money. We yeah. can get money. We can get nasty. At least have like a club version of it, you know, like where it's like. And a lot of the best USA women's hockey players went through college hockey, like uh, Mm -hmm. Hillary Knight, Wisconsin. I think actually a few Canadian players played at Wisconsin who are now on the gold medal winning teams. Moms, I think they're twins. The Lamarose. And Grand Forks, yeah. yeah, they just got they, inducted into the U.S. Hockey Hall of right. Fame, too. And yeah, they played in the, like, they're Olympians for yeah. hockey. It's like. And it's, and they're from Grand Forks, too. Yeah. And like, I, obviously, we have the talent here. So. Yeah. And it inspires young women in the community because, like, how cool would it be if you grow up in Grand Forks to go play hockey, women's hockey yeah. at UND? And it's also, too, you know who also has a women's hockey team? Minnesota. Mm-hmm. You know who has it? All of the legitimate D1 hockey programs uh, have, like, BCBU, 
all of all of those like high caliber development programs have women's hockey program equivalents. Well, maybe Andy will bring it back. Well, and like the whole thing with it is that like I think I heard people talking about is that they don't want to take it away from the men's hockey team, which is stupid because like if anything, it's going to add more to it. Like, hey, look, here's the women's hockey team and the men's hockey team. That's great. Like, especially if UND now came out and was like, we're thinking about doing a women's hockey team. Do you know how much press that would get for us? Oh, yeah. So much press. We'd be making so much money. You could pay off that ugly ass building over there if you make a women's hockey team. Like, come on. Well, also, too, if you had a women's hockey team, like there is never like so we recently had like a three week stretch where there were no home hockey games. Yes. Right. If you have a women's team, there is never a time where the Ralph is empty. Oh, my gosh. I never I didn't even think about that. There is never a time where there is not hockey games on the yeah. weekends for you to go to. Then if you have a season ticket, you can include the women's games and then like people who are ticket holders. They would like, get so much money. And, why and, also, go? and also like, you can sell half season tickets because if there's more games being played, then you can do the like, oh, well, you can go to half these games and then you can sell more tickets because then yeah. you have like multiple season ticket holders. Um, employees who work seasonally at the Ralph. Yeah. Okay, what peti- how do we start a petition? To <laughs> they get a women's took a case team. to like... The Supreme yeah. Court, right? When, when they, was yeah, and it was. I don't know if it's still going. I had a friend in a sports law class who had who like it's taught by the person who essentially does like legal for our um, athletic department, and there was like apparently no no like grounds that it was actually like sexist or whatever. But they're still being sued over it. I think apparently or like they're Good. still saying like because it, it's <laughs> sexist. It is can't sexist. Say that it's not sexist. Like and I understand like when you look at the justification of well, oh they cut men's ba- baseball too. Well, like I guess, but also. If you're a hockey school, we're not a baseball school. We're yeah. not. And like, we could be a baseball school. That'd be super totally. cool. Let's make it a baseball school. I'd love to have a baseball <laughs> team. I'll be right there covering baseball. Okay. I love baseball. But if you're a hockey school and you purport to be this like home of hockey and it's a thing. And I agree. The fans here are some of the best, best I've ever been around. Super cool. It, pe- people love the Ralph Love is you just, it, like yeah. you said, it's kind of like a home. Like you're literally there and like you're like with your neighbor sing, singing the beer song. <laughs> well, and the Ralph is beautiful. It's better than like, I've been to two professional hockey arenas and it's better than both of them. Mm-hmm. I would say blows, blows the Sox off ball arena in Denver. Um, very boring arena. Fun team though. Do recommend. Um, uh, it's like gorgeous, gorgeous facilities. And yeah, it's, it bums me out that like, you know, you go to the third floor and you walk around, you know how the Ralph has all those pictures of the famous yes. alumni and you see all the women's players that are on the walls so and you sad. look at it and it's sad because it's, that's a program that used to exist. Well, yeah. and then imagine a little girl being there and be like, what's that mommy? Oh, that's the women's hockey team. Where are they now? Oh, they got cut. <laughs> like <laughs> telling your five-year-old yeah. daughter I who aspires. I wouldn't be on the women's hockey team. Too bad. No, <laughs> doesn't exist. Maybe they'll bring it back by the time you're in college. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I feel like I mean like if they're suing like how do I like become a part of that like we yeah. should like we should make a petition almost like <laughs> oh my gosh that should be the poll for the Dakota student should we have a women's That's hockey a good, team yeah because I feel like a lot of people don't even know that it uh, did exist at one mm-hmm. point you know I mean, I mean they I don't didn't when think I first about came like in here. the old videos that you see of UND hockey even at like I know it's like men's hockey but the ones they play before yeah. we play what if we like threw in little snippet of like women's hockey like sweeping that team like that would be so cool yeah and i think like i I think there's just so many opportunities with women's hockey it's a growing game it's a growing sport um obviously i think 
it would there would be more incentive to have um, a women's team here if there was a professional women's league that was one professional league. So there's not women's hockey is kind of crazy. Um, there's like basically two warring factions. There's the PWHPA and the PHF. And the PHF is the Professional Hockey Federation, and they function kind of like an NHL would. They have multiple teams. Um, there's one in Minnesota, one in Buffalo, one in New York City, one in Boston, one in Toronto, one in Montreal, and there's one more that I'm blank. One in Connecticut. Notice um, how a lot of them are Canada. Sorry, just <laughs> two of them were in Canada. Okay, but that's still that's two more. But they're than the, North they're Dakota. the they're the <laughs> well yeah, and they're a professional they're a professional um, league. That's the PHF, um, and it's called the Professional Hockey Federation, and not it used to be the National Women's Hockey League. But um, there is a couple of like non-binary players who are in there. So it's PHF now. Um, and so and that's a super cool league. I really enjoy watching Toronto Six games. They're on ESPN Plus. So you can watch if you guys want to be a Minnesota Whitecaps fan or you want to be a Toronto Six fan like me. Run me. <laughs> run me. Or you want to be like a Laval, uh, Montreal Force or whatever or a Boston Pride fan. You can totally do that, too. But then the PWHPA, they do more like showcases. It's not so much a league. And it's like the Professional Women's Hockey Association um, and it's or Players Association. And so it's not actually a Players Association because it's not a union, but it's like they do kind of tours and showcases. And that's like the NHL more aligns with that. A lot of the um, gold medal and Olympian women's players are in the PWHPA. And essentially they're kind of feuding. Um, and I think if there was unity between the two, we would actually see more incentive to have a women's, a women's team here because then there's like – Okay, look at how many of our players are now in the X professional league. Mm -hmm. Where like, you know, because we have what we can point to here is go like, oh, who look at all of our NHL players that we've produced. So I think there would be more incentive too. And that's a women's hockey issue in itself, but it's a growing game and it's super fun. Um, the refs are better in it. I will say that. They call the rule books way better than yeah. women's hockey. Um, because women are better. <laughs> just kidding, a feminist I'm podcast. I'm just joking. I mean, no, I'm, saying, I'm like, not totally a misandrist, right, guys. Okay, better fine. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Yeah, just kidding. Kind of. I mean, if we want to can do some men's slander, we could talk about the gym. <laughs> <laughs> Love this. So, subway. like, especially, I feel maybe we've talked about this before, but when I'm at the wellness center, I feel like I need to stay on the second floor. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, look at, I'm on the treadmill looking down at I all know. the people, and I'm like, I can't, like. It's, I don't know. It's just a little, it's a little scary to me. And I, like, you know, I wish, like, that makes me want to have a women's gym. And like that's this old thing, but like it's on TikTok and it looks so nice. I think we just need another gym on campus. Well, and you so know, we busy. have so many for, you know, football and hockey. I mean, dude, they... the hockey weight room is really okay. Can so... you get a tour of that? Like, can you like so you can't can... get a tour of it? This is kind of um, essentially what happened when I was doing my orientation for the sous shop. They like were showing us where they keep all of the like back stock, which is like underground near the visiting team's locker room, but you could see where the weight room was. And they were like, oh, you guys want to like see? You can't come in here normally, but you want to see? And we're like, yeah, we want to see. Gorgeous facilities. Gorgeous weight room. Yeah. When I first I was like, to I like photograph pretend? the games, I was cluelessly wandering around and I kind of wandered by the weight room. And it was nice. nice. I'm like, can I just pretend? I'm like, oh, no, I'm on the team. Yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I should wander. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. I'm oh, sorry. How did I end up here? But it's a really nice. So the weight room, it's state of the art, which makes sense. Yeah. You got to have state of the art facilities. Yeah. If you want to compete. I mean, with like, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. You can get like tours of the Ralph for like, I don't know, like $10, I want to say, like during the weekend on some weekends. Mm -hmm. And like they show you like where the hockey 
pe- like the locker rooms. They show you like all the other stuff. And I just like, I feel like I've only brushed the surface of the Ralph. Like yeah. I feel like there could be a secret society living underneath <laughs> it. Oh, absolutely. And like we wouldn't know. I feel like there's like some weird thing there. Like, you know what I mean? Like there, I feel like there's definitely something weird. Like, not <laughs> like, like Walt the, Disney's head. Yeah, like not like actually, but like there's like vibes where it's like it's such a beautiful, like almost religious looking building, like with What's all the marble. Like, yeah, but I'm like, there's gotta be like some weird, like cool hidden Mickey in this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they need to like sacrifice something to the hockey gods down here. Yeah. You know? And like that's not to say that like the wellness center isn't a great like oh, gym facility. It's, yeah. it's so nice. nice. But I just it feels like I think that it's the problem with having two levels because I feel like it almost makes like a superiority kind of thing. Mm. And like this could be like me being an English major and like reading into everything and <laughs> all so that. So true. But I like, do too. But like especially like gyms that I go to, if everything's on one floor, I feel like everybody's at the same place. Like I would feel way more. It's probably it's probably the weirdest thing ever, but I'd feel more comfortable like benching or all that stuff. But like if I have to go de- like when you're on that level and you see all the bo- bros like you know like right in front of the thing and you're just like i'm just gonna go up and walk on the treadmill like i don't know like that's oh, no. just i you, think that we need a full like a full like weightlifting room upstairs too yeah because it, like upstairs is like my safety zone exactly it's like you if i don't want to deal there. with all the bros and all the people and the judgment and waiting for whatever machine then i'll just like either walk on the treadmill or walk a couple laps or like use like they have some like a small set of weights and like a medicine ball and i'm like okay i'll do this i guess but like yeah well it's also like there was a funny tiktok about that where someone was like the perks of like working out at a college gym and it was like like over one like over ten thousand people for one whatever rack and Mm -hmm. i was laughing because it's it's true like i think that's just the inherent complications of a college gym Mm -hmm. is that like some people are going to over are going to utilize it so much and are going to have the confidence to go utilize it. But like gym anxiety is super real. It when I started working out, I did home workouts for like the first month. And that's like my family had an elliptical. So I would like go on the elliptical for 30 minutes and then I would go and I would lift dumbbells and that's how I would do my lifting. And, you know, I would do body body weight workouts. I would do all of that for you know, I do my like I'd use my couch as like a weight bench. So I do like mm-hmm. my Bulgarian split, split squats and I do my like hip thrust or whatever using my couch. And I did that for the first month I was working out because I was so shy and I didn't think I knew what I was doing. And now I go to my apartment's gym and I work out like everybody else. But gym anxiety is so real. And I think especially for women, it's different. I don't know. Preach. I, it could, no, it could preach. Be, like men, it could be the same for men too. And I'm not trying to dismiss that. But for like women, I feel like because there's so much pressure based on like what a woman should look like, what a woman who goes to the gym should look like. And there's also like the way that women's bodies get treated as if um, where they did like, well, they did a study about this where if like a woman finds a man unattractive, she just kind of ignores him. Whereas if a man finds a woman unattractive, he gets annoyed, like meant like in the brain mm. gets annoyed. Wow. And it's it was like a, an interesting study. I guys can't cite it. I was, you know, probably reading an article and was like, oh, interesting. Yeah. Filed away in my brain. <laughs> Sorry, I would bring my sources out, but I can't right now. Um, but it's interesting. And I think there's like there was a guy, some trainer who posted like if you're above a size 14 and you work out in a sports bra and like leggings, don't. That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. Da, da, da. And it's like women should be allowed to go to the gym and just do what they want. And like our existence is not uh, a confrontation to you. Yeah. Like and I think that's it's interesting that like people get offended because they are like want to body shame others and then it makes women anxious because they're like i don't want to go to the gym it makes people anxious in general i don't want to go to the gym because people are going to stare at me they're going to body shame me and like look form is important just to make sure you don't get hurt 
but it's never a reason you should be shamed. And it also prevents so many people from finding like their best selves because they're not in the gym, which I also think is hilariously ironic because those same fitness bros were like, if you're size oversized 14 and you're like trying to work out in a sports bra, don't. That's disgusting. Or also the ones who will comment on women who look like that's posts like you need to start prioritizing eating a calorie yeah. deficit mm-hmm. stop eating food and go start mm-hmm. going to the gym and it's like huh maybe they go to the gym if you didn't make them feel so unwelcome yep. like preach <laughs> anyway sorry that's my, my that's my weightlifter beef um no I, I love not... weightlifting and i realize that now and i've been so afraid of the gym my whole life because i've always i've you know never been the most athletic person i was a really good dancer but i've never been like my brother was super good at every sport he touched. And so it made me feel by comparison, being kind of like meh at every sport I touched made me feel like awful. Um, and so I've never, I've always feared like, Oh, I'm going to go to the gym. People are going to judge me. And now that I've gotten through that fear, I love weightlifting. I have to do it or else my mental health sucks to be honest. And it's kind of hilarious. I went from like, I don't need exercise. I'm fine. I can do without that for my mental health. And now I'm like, if I don't exercise for at least 45 minutes a day, five times a week, I will combust. Um, <laughs> this is the only thing holding me together right now is the fact that I go and I squat a bunch of weight. So, mm-hmm. so where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. My life's always on like a pendulum where it's like for three months, I'm like, gym, like this is my personality now is yeah. working out. And then the, the other time I'm like, okay, but I could take a nap and it has the same benefits, which it obviously probably doesn't, but in my brain, I'm like... (laughs) No, it does. Sleep "Mm." is so important. That's also something I do think gets over... Like, people are like, oh, gym will improve your whole mental health. It's like, no, there's many things. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Water. Water. That's a huge thing. Like, I didn't, like, especially, like, in high school, I was, like, barely drinking water. And then I come to college and I'm just, like, chugging it all (laughs) the time. And I'm like, I'm so great. (laughs) Like, it's great. I've actually been told that, well, especially in high school, not as much now, but uh, that I drink too much water. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I moved. It was bad. Yeah, I moved. When I moved to Denver, it was, let me tell you guys, Denver is a great city. But there are some very unpleasant things about it. One, it's dry as hell. It is mm-hmm. so dry there. You came here, it's like still pretty bad. <laughs> you, I would go through like four packs of Burt's Bees chapstick a semester. Um, I have, I I have naturally right now. I have naturally really oily skin. I had to buy a moisturizer for the first time in my life, which I probably should have been using moisturizer before because of like skin, skin health and whatever. Skincare is all they're saying. I like want to be a skincare girly so bad, but like they're like buy this thirty dollars serum and this fifty dollars serum and this forty dollars well, mask. Well, then it's like five like, steps, and, and I'm like, like no. Try to wash your sorry. face in the sink too is so humbling, and you get like water all down. No, your I'm like, like please. You're just like looking is, in the mirror. And I'm the hanging like, on by a thread. And for me, it's like the four ninety nine Pond's moisturizer is my favorite. Yes. It smells like baby lotion, and it's so soothing on my face. And also their cold cream for taking off my makeup is my favorite thing in the world. It breaks through waterproof mascara. Oh, oh I have some. You my grandma like, gets me it. You go like this. She's rubbing her eyes. I'm rubbing my eyes. You literally just rub your eyes with the serum and like all of the mascara is gone, which is incredible because waterproof mascara is like it's a fungus glue. It's a <laughs> it's an adhesive. But you need it here because, because if you're walking, when yeah. the wind hits your eyes, yeah, right, like, it looks like you just watched the Titanic. <laughs> and it's so bad. Well, I never like I never thought about like needing waterproof makeup until I forget what I was doing. But I like I, I did something where I was like, I never needed waterproof mascara. Oh, I worked at Starbucks over the summer. Oh. And I would like be around, like I would be doing like lifting things and like around ice and drinks. And um 
I would leave and I would have like raccoon eyes because of how much my <laughs> mascara was. Wearing. Yeah, it was hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's my skincare. But yeah, no, the most thing, the most annoying thing about skincare is like, I want to be skincare girly, but it's five steps and every single step costs $40. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't afford that. Like I'm broke. I feel like skincare girlies have to be rich or they have to just not spend money on other yeah, parts of like their life. Yeah, like your only thing is skincare. Yeah. No eating, just skincare. Yeah, you, you <laughs> eat like horrible food. Like, yeah. And that's the so thing. then, then it then makes it your makes skin, skin worse. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, I also that too. That's another um, thing too about like mental health people don't realize making sure you eat enough food. Like honestly, you will be so tired if you don't if you're not getting proper nutrition. So that's another thing, guys. Remember to eat. My biggest flaw mental health wise is like not going outside. Like Ooh. if it's cold out, like when well, we had this snow day, I did not go outside for like 48 straight hours. And that's I was like, <laughs> this is bad. I'm like a hermit. I need a I need to breathe air, not just I was outside waiting. The, in the outside yeah. the Ralph for an hour on a Friday. <laughs> I so, and I had a coffee in my hand. And I was like, this is fine. This is fine. This is, I'm doing it. It's okay. And then I got, I was like, it's okay. It's going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game. And then we lost. But that, you know, we just talked about that. So it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I feel like uh, that is actually, that's a hot tip. If you can make yourself a tea or go get a coffee before you're about to go walk in the snow, perfect hand warmer. Yes. Mm. I used to do that all the time. I used to make myself, I had a night class back in Denver and it would get cold. And so what I do is I'd make myself a hot cup of like herbal tea and I'd walk to my night class and slowly drink the tea and it would still be hot when I walked out. It was, nice. it was literally the best thing I could have ever done for myself. So that's my hot tip to everyone. That's get a, a better drink. tip than my tip, which is if it's cold outside, don't go to class. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to be starting to adopt that once it starts getting to the like, <laughs> negatives. Because I, I had to trudge, to trudge to work on at 9 a.m. to the sous shop and I was like trudging through snow and I was like, I hate everything. I hate everything. I know. And I love this. Like, it's funny because I love the snow normally. I love seasons. I'm a seasons and girl. And we got, like, the snow was beautiful. It was, it like, was, picturesque. Like, yeah, I was like, okay. It was aesthetic as F. And yesterday, yeah. when, uh, yesterday <laughs> when it was snowing in the morning, it was those big flakes falling mm-hmm. super slow. That's and my favorite. And I was just, favorite. like, warm and cozy in my bed looking out my window. I was like, aw. I know. You were like, yeah, you're, like, lighting a candle. You're, like, yeah. baking. Like, you're just, yeah, there's, like, there's, like, such a vibe to it. And I love, I lo- again, like, love seasons. So I, I love the snow. But having to, and this is also something too, where it's like not being from a winter climate, like originally Mm -hmm. is you just forget how much time snow adds to your, your everything. That's the thing. It's always the conversation is hot better or cold better being from Texas. I don't know which is better, but cold is more work. Cold is more work. Cause I, my back is sore because I was shoveling our driveway. Mm -hmm. Took me 15 minutes to shovel out my car and like scrape off. And I have an old car. So like I didn't have a remote start. I had to start it and like scrape it all off. Like that takes a lot of time. And when it's hot, you just kind of turn on your car and like suffer for a little bit when you're driving. And that's pretty much it. So for me with the, I don't like heat. I'm not a heat person. I me neither. I'd rather be freezing. I'd rather be cold. I don't know. It's but, but I do agree that it's more work. And I think it's just remember to adjust to that. But to me, I think that heat, like cold is unpleasant and you're uncomfortable. But like when you're hot, I just feel like I'm never in a good mood. There's mm. never a time when it's like super hot out unless I'm actively in a pool. If I have to live my life when it is like 90 plus degrees out, you will not see me. Like I'm just, I'm like, I will be in the air conditioning or I will not exist. I feel like especially, so I'm going to sound really privileged for a minute, but when we went to like Disney World as a kid and it'd be like 90 degrees and we'd be waiting in line for freaking Snow White, my mom would be like, why aren't you happy? We're at Disney World. I'm like, mom, because I'm sweating. Like you don't <laughs> talk to me right now. <laughs> like, well, everything is just an adjustment. Like yeah, when I'm, true. I've been living here for a couple years now and now I'm like, I don't think I could live in heat. 
But I lived 15 years where it's like never got below 40 degrees. And when it did, then everyone's wearing like two jackets. Like, oh my God, no, the ski jacket when it rains. That's Uh, what you know. You're from like not a winter climate. In San Diego, people, people, and you're like, because people like joke a lot about like, oh, it's our snowing and people don't know how to drive anymore. In California, it rains and people are like, what? is going on like Southern <laughs> California it's hilarious and you see people bust out the ski jackets with the fur lined like fur trimmed hoods <laughs> for the rain and I'm like tell me you're from California without telling me you're from California like if it starts raining and you're busting out the ski jacket we have to have a conversation a little reality check yeah rain that's trench coat weather very different <laughs> mm-hmm. I love a good rainy day oh I love one too I think the one the rainy day we had this one time I saw a girl with like, and it was like maybe like 40 degrees, mm-hmm. maybe low 40s. She had her mittens on, had a neck warmer, <laughs> a beanie, had her hood on, and like she's wrapped up in a coat. And I'm just sitting there with my sweatshirt, letting the rain like yeah. help me. And I'm like, where are you from? Like, yeah. <laughs> but you can always tell the freshmen with their like huge, new, nice, giant coats oh, where yeah. it's like, okay, mom definitely said, it gets cold there. You better, if it's below so-and-so, you better wear this big jacket and be really careful. And it's like, okay, I'm wearing my $20 hoodie that's I not need, keeping me warm at all. But. I need to get a better jacket because my mom didn't, we like didn't have space in my suitcase for my big winter jacket. That's like a big proper winter jacket mm-hmm. that would keep me warm in this weather. So I need to either buy a new one while, um, or just buy a new one soon, or I need to, uh, find out a way to get that to me soon. Cause yeah. it's going to get, start getting real cold. Uh, it's actually so bad. And I told my family this and they were like, well, that's why you're cold. I have, so I have this jacket. You can't see it, but it's like a standard kind of medium weight winter yeah. jacket. And then I have like a big, like parka style one. I haven't broke that out yet. Because I'm like, nah, that's too extra. It's like <laughs> below 30, but I'm like, but I can survive in this. So why yeah. would I? So I haven't broke that out yet. And then I'm like, oh, it's cold here. And they're like, well, you need to wear the right jacket. I'm like, but I don't want to. So. Well, I feel like that's also too something that I, I, and I, you know, even if it's 40 and you're bundling up all the power to you, because here's the thing. I always would feel bad. Like people in Denver would make fun of me because like they would go out and be like 30 degrees at night and they'd be in like shorts and a tank top walking me back to my like dorm and I'd be bundled up. But I'm like, here's the deal. I don't like to feel discomfort. Yeah. And um, there's like, there's always a guy. There's always a guy who's in like a t-shirt and his shorts. And yeah. Walking around his in sandals. The, in the, walking, around <laughs> in the, walking around in the snowstorm. I'm like, do you think it makes you more of a man to be yeah. cold? No, it yeah, definitely is. It's like so the middle school right boy mentality where it's like, I can't wear pants because then people will think I'm cold. And that's not manly. Well, there was that one kid last year who was like wearing snow pants everywhere. And I was like, why are we making fun of him? He's got the right idea. He's trudging through those sidewalks. And I'm over here just like, stand. Nothing is worse than when you think like the snowbank is solid behind under you and you sink it and you get all your jeans wet. And it pours into your boots. The tears that have left my eyes, not only from the wind, but from just like having the feeling of wet socks and wet jeans. That and the feeling when you start to slip on ice (gasps) and you like and you're going down and you're like like and you have that kind of moment where you're like lol. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a split second in reality, but it feels like you can feel like all the cycles. It's like I've five already minutes. slipped this year. I oh. and I, but I caught myself. Okay, good. but I noticed that whenever I like do something on like, whoa, how to reset there? When I do something like semi embarrassing in public, I start talking to myself, mm. which is its own. I did too. So I started slipping and then I just go, oh, almost died. And then yeah, I, I like, turn around and this guy's looking at me like you're. 
you were gonna That's fall the on the soft carpet. When you what were you talking about? Yourself and nobody will laugh with you. I yeah. know. Like, please. Well, you feel like they need to do the like flea bag to the audience. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, for the, you know, those of you watching my life right now, I'm doing great. Like, yeah. you know, like have you ever fallen sure. downstairs? Oh and, like, my gosh. I fell so downstairs bad. in high school once, and I just screamed. Dang it! And then a lot of people were like, "Oh my gosh, are you okay? Are you are you okay?" And I was like, "I'm fine, I'm fine." And everyone was like, "That was a really bad fall." And I was like, "I fell down one step." And like, what are you talking oh, one about? One time I fell in high school going up the stairs. Oh, okay. kind of, I fall down the stairs landing. all the time. Yeah, I, that's more common, I think. But it was kind of like the landing, so I literally slide across it as I fall and drop all my papers I was carrying oh, and no. no one did anything. I would have just <laughs> laid there. Right? I was just like, what do I do? So I went to, I went to a private school that was seven through 12, right? My good friend, Mary, she tripped it on the stairs and did like almost like a somersault down the stairs and her like math oh. book fell down, <gasps> fell out of her backpack and like slid down the stairs. Well, it's fine, but like slid down the stairs. She fell and People like, um, like her, in her like the senior book, she's like, I will always be known as, and she was like the girl who fell down the stairs <laughs> and it was like seventh grade, and like no, everyone so remembered bad. when Mary fell down the stairs. I was my superlative. Song. Mary fell down the stairs. <laughs> I like it. My superlative, like I was elected or whatever, um, was most likely to trip across the stage at graduation. Oh no! But guess what? During graduation. I had a broken ankle and was on crutch, crutches, so I was crutching yeah. across the stage. So that was fun. I uh, They we, weren't wrong. The senior books were funny. I think mine was like, what was I like? I didn't, oh gosh, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what was in it. Cause it's like mine was CEO of Ireland was like my joke. Cause I was oh. very, I'm very Irish American um, and I Irish danced for six years. So like it was fun. kind of the meme and I was trying to go to college in Ireland, but I didn't, uh, my parents said, no, I got it. <laughs> I got into like multiple programs, but my parents were like, that's too far. Aww. So can't go. Sad. It was tragic. But yeah, love senior superlatives, love senior books. Yeah. So funny. We didn't get one. Okay. Sad. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, we, they, they ruined senior quotes for us. Um, oh, Cause no. apparently somebody, I don't even know, but then we also had COVID. So it was mm-hmm. like, if we had one, like when would we do it? Yeah. See, so, usually they do like so yeah. we do like weird ones, yeah. Like most likely to get abducted by aliens and like stuff like that. And then usually they do super fun like photo shoots with whoever. But yeah, yeah my brother, COVID, so my brother and his photos. friend won dynamic duo for theirs. They oh took like a gosh. picture of them giving each other a piggyback ride. It yeah, was very that's cute. cute. I know. And um, our year, like our senior quotes. So here's the thing: the year prior to my graduating year, someone put. Um, Drive superior, consume posterior. Which have you guys? Heard? That's like the drive, like, a drive fast, eat ass. Okay, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> so he it's said like, that, but drive superior. Yeah, yeah, and it got in. But then my friend was trying to put in a, a senior quote that was um, any. Pl- so she's a she's like a botany major. She's a plant mm-hmm. science major at Cal Poly, and she was like, her her quote was going to be, um, "Any plant is recreational if you love it enough." Oh, I like that. Oh, I love that. It's <laughs> cute, though. It's cute, funny. right? My like, mind went to succulents. Yeah, so I was like, like, exactly. like yeah, it was, that didn't get it. They were like, no. Really? And, like, and then we literally told them, we we're like, you know that, like, drive fat, eat ass, drive fast, eat ass is in the, the last year's yearbook. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, it's like fly superior, like, yeah, drive superior, consume posterior is was someone's senior year quote. Yeah. And he was like, no, it isn't. The director of the yearbook was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. And we're like, yeah, it is. Yeah, here. Yeah, my uh, a lot of people did like would put like whatever 
the office mm-hmm. and like the minute and whatever and then it'd be something mine was a vine and i don't know if anyone got it but it was that vine that's like um hold on let me think going through the files in my brain it's like my main goal is to blow up then act like i don't know nobody yeah <laughs> yeah that was my senior quote so i, I feel bad for people who picked serious quotes for their senior quote yeah that's a I, well I every serious one i was like Mm, I don't know. They all just seem tacky. At yeah, the end. and you feel bad because like people clearly like put heart and soul yeah. into it. But yeah, mine was gonna. Uh, mine was a, a quote from the Mighty Ducks, and I decided on on the day of submitting, we had to submit senior quotes by. Mm-hmm. And so mine is like quack 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 quack. Mister Ducksworth was my senior quotes. <laughs> so if you like the Mighty Ducks movies, That's fitting for a hockey fan. Yeah, it was very fitting for me. Um, I thought it was funny. I should have probably gone with "You're killing me, Smalls," but I'm <laughs> from Sandlot. But I'm yeah. also not tall, so it didn't like. It, my yeah. dad was like, "You should have gone." That. I'm like it doesn't make sense I'm five six like yeah I'm not tall my mom did not approve my senior quote she's like what is that and I was like it's a vine and she's like what's a vine I should have done it like there's so many vines that I quote that like yeah. <laughs> I should have done instead oh gosh I'm so sad vine is dead <laughs> me too we have tiktok but like tiktok's not the same though it's, it's, not, it's, 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 not the it's like same. a very different platform honestly. it is because like tiktok's great I'm not no diss to tiktok tiktok's fun Besides the fact that I have a crippling TikTok addiction. Wow, so true. I get sucked in by TikTok. I know. I'm there forever. But it's just the content is different. It feels less. And there's so many different niches on TikTok. Yeah. So many different layers to it. Like, I don't know. I feel like Vine was more creative. If that makes sense. I don't. It was also just on such a smaller scale. Yeah. It was hard to compare the two. Yeah. And it's like, I feel like TikTok are, um, appeals to a wider variety of people mm-hmm. not vine people. was for the weird ones <laughs> yeah vine was for the weirdos yeah it was ours just Sad. like tumblr if you had but tumblr. i will say i'm very glad i don't like tiktok was kind of a thing in high school yeah but not to the same extent now and i'm very glad that it's not because yeah. i've seen like tiktoks of high schoolers and just the way that it's kind of shifted things culturally mm-hmm. i'm like I don't think I could handle it in high school. No. I think I would have broke down. Like, well, even those TikToks where they're like, I'm here with so-and-so. Like, who do you think the hottest guy yeah. at our high school is? Oh, my God. Like, do not. Don't. No. And then they go and tell the guy. So what do you think of like so-and-so saying that? What would you rate her out of 10? Yeah. I know. I could not handle that. <sighs> I would bury myself in a trash can. <laughs> me too. Oh, my gosh. And also, too, I was like in high school. I was so cringy in general. And oh, I like me too. like shout everyone who knew me in high school. I'm so sorry you knew me. Uh, I thought I was listening. the funniest person in high school. And Same. I was not. I thought I was like the the odd one out. But like yes. I knew people and I was like, hi. But I was just weird. I, <laughs> I apologize. Was, I was just annoying. I was, I was a giant. I was, I was a giant nerd. Um, And I was and all my friends were. And I, I love my high school friends. I love them to death. But like I, I got out of high school and I was like, yeah, I really just needed to like Okay, I'm going to not say what I used to do, but I used to just, like, get out of, like, uh, I was at a college prep school, so it was, like, a very high-pressure okay. environment, mm-hmm. and I left, and I immediately chilled out, yeah. um, and I started living, like, a normal person in college life, and I chilled out immediately, and um, I think I'm like, oh, gosh, and I feel bad for high school Maeve. I'm like, high school Maeve was not happy. I was so stressed in high school yeah. for no reason. I know. Like, well, they, I, they tell you they're not going to be okay with this when yeah. you get to college. Like my professor, I literally had a conversation with you the other day about the snow day. And I was like, I won't be coming if it snows. And he was like, fair. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. Like in high school, I just thought like if I didn't do this now and I didn't do it this certain way, like my whole life was going to be a failure. Yeah. And now I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to go to class at all this week and it's going to be fine, which mm-hmm. probably isn't 
great either, but you know, it's different. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I would like, Oh my God. I was just, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I I I definitely have like a throwback episode. Yeah. Just talk about like our high school, high school experiences. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was such an awful, not like other girls, high school student, um, for my whole time there until I was a senior and like the second half of senior when I said to stop caring. But like we had a really good hockey team at my high school mm. and I did not talk about being a hockey fan until I was a senior year and senior year. And it was because I didn't want the guys on the hockey team to think I liked it because of them. Oh. And that like, cause every girl liked those people. Yeah. And they, very nice, you know? Um, and so it's like, I just didn't want them to think that I was only a fan because of them and that I was trying to flirt with them when I wanted to talk hockey with them. Um, and then I eventually like senior year, I was like, ah, screw it. Like I can do that. But they were perfectly nice about it. They did not assume that, which is very (laughs) kind of them. But I like got into my head about it. I'm like, I'm not like the other girls. I don't like hockey. Actually I do, but like, I don't. don't. Full circle talking about being a woman and liking (laughs) sports. (laughs) (laughs) We're just talking, you know, should we close it out? Maeve, do you want to close it out? Oh my God. I get to close it out. What an honor. Uh, yeah. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, remember to read the paper when it comes out and follow us on all of our social media platforms. Tell your friends, tell your mom. Uh, and yeah, yeah. just listen to this because it's a fun time. <laughs> so do it. Yeah. And uh, remember to f- come and read our articles. There's so much good content going out. So much hard work is going into every article we post, you know? So (laughs) you know, there's a talented staff here of college students who need some love, who need some attention, (laughs) who need some praise. So like, go like post and share. You know, we love it. So long story short, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, am I supposed to say something? Uh, Thank you. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.